0: Pirates versus Tyrants. This is the Tom Wren Show where we practice piracy on the enemies of freedom and liberty. Hey, everybody, welcome to the show. I am excited to be here today, and I am excited because we are going to have a wonderful guest who is a good friend of mine, uh, Stephanie Stock. Stephanie has been a medical freedom and health freedom warrior in Ohio for a long time. She was there long before I was and uh, did an awful lot when I got going on this to help me to kind of meet people and to learn things and this, that and other. So she's been a huge help to me for a long time. She's still an activist and she's an activist in all things freedom. She's fighting all over the place and doing a great job. And she's an example of one person making a difference. You know, she doesn't have a, a super big, super well-funded organization, but they're all over the place. OAMF, her organization, uh, the organization she works with does a lot of good and they fight like hell and they're tied in with everybody. And she really does epitomize what it means to, to kind of just step into the fight and do something because that's what she does. and, this is so important because these are the people that we see. Now, in Ohio, you have a Republican state. Frequently, we see super Republican majorities. And you have just all sorts of people that are, that are uh, you know, very much mega-ish. But yet, we have all these problems. We can't get any red anything going. Why? 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 Why do you see that? And it's the same thing we saw. We just did the Missouri show a few weeks ago, and we talked about the corruption there with Bill Eagle and Holly uh, Jones. And, and the corruption is the problem. The GOP, we've got to get control of the GOP. The GOP corruption is the main problem, and it's a critical thing to understand. If we want to see a Trump victory in 2024, if you want to see MAGA, if you want to see America first, we've got to understand that the, the, there is no worse enemy than the enemy in your own home right there are we know the democrats are bad yes we've got to beat the democrats no question but we can't beat them with mitch mcconnell rhino sellout scumbags you know limp dick ed mcconnell who runs around uh the senate selling out every opportunity he's got i mean this guy is the problem but his infection his his sellout his just fungal sellout nature has infected the whole damn party, and it's all over the place. Now, enter Ohio. Enter Ohio where Mike DeWine, Rhino-in-Chief, becomes the first Republican governor in the country to lock down for COVID. He was on Fauci's email list. When they disclosed Fauci's emails, they, we found out that there was a short list of GOP guys that they figured would sell out, and Mike DeWine won Republican sellout of the country. He won the award so that's where we are you want to know why we have uh, red states passion passing pro-abortion amendments like just happened here in ohio because of guys like mike dewine because of mitch mcconnell and as we're going to find out from stephanie because of the chambers of commerce what i thought they were republican business friendly oh no friends you're about to find out a lot of stuff so let me without further ado let me bring stephanie on hey stephanie how are you today
1: Hey, tell us how you
0: really feel, Tom. I think I think McConnell's a limp dick piece of crap. He's a sellout. He's a wuss, and he's the embodiment of everything that's wrong in this country and everything I hate. I would rather I'd rather have a hundred Democrats that I was fighting than one backstabbing crook like McConnell. That man needs to be eliminated from the Senate and thrown out of the Republican Party. And uh, I think he might be one of the worst people on the planet. I really uh, I I think it's safe to say I dislike him.
1: I think it's safe to say, but we have a lot of that type in state government too. So
0: all over the country, all over the country. And I want people to understand we're talking Ohio, just like we talked Missouri the other day. But if you understand what's happening in one of these GOP states, you'll understand what's happening in all of them. And we are, Ohio likes to call itself the heart of it all. And when it comes to GOP corruption, I'd say we probably are. I mean, you know, we've kind of seen that. So, uh, Stephanie, so we met a long time ago, and when we met, we were working on the Ohio Ohio being locked down, right? I mean, we were working on the legislation that we ended up, we did end up passing, that took emergency powers away from crooked Governor Mike DeWine. Uh, uh, we testified, we did a bunch of stuff down at the state house. We fought like hell, and we were able to actually get enough GOP rhinos to to fear we the people that we were able to force that through, which consequently led to Ohio being a fairly free state throughout this uh, this COVID debacle. Uh, you were instrumental in that. So um, you're still tolerating me. What's going on?
1: <laughs> I'm just letting you finish.
0: <laughs> yeah, No, no, no. You, no, no you're, you're still, the, my point is, is that you're still talking to me. I mean, you've been working with me for several years. You're still talking to me. Usually people get tired of me after about five minutes.
1: Nope. Do not get tired of you. Never get tired of loud fighters because that's what's going to take to save our state, save our country. So carry on.
0: Well, you've been doing that. So let's talk about OAMF. Let's talk a little bit about your history, about, you know, what you did. You guys started out, uh, I mean, I you guys were there long before COVID fighting for medical freedom, but... Uh, COVID came and you guys really stepped up and that's where you and I met and I'd love for you to tell a little bit about that kind of origin story uh, and the COVID stuff and how that came about and what we were doing and what you were doing and just uh, some battle stories, whatever, whatever you like to talk about there.
1: Sure. So we started in 2015. We took the Foundation for Applied Conservative Leadership training, um, which is kind of what we're founded in, and that, so that was way early. And most of us were parents worried about pre- preserving, you know, vaccine exemptions at the state level, and also a lot of us that were healthcare workers that were seeing the flu shot mandates that started coming in in 2012,
0: 2013. You you weren't politically connected big shots that owned the state
1: no we were like in little parades handing out flyers about vaccine and drain getting soda cans thrown at us and stuff (laughs) we weren't the cool kids yet tom so uh you know as you know we we can we started having a voter guide i think our first year was 2018 you know asking candidates what their stance were getting them on record because we knew if you didn't have a baseline with a candidate on record then you couldn't know whether or not you need to replace them, right? Because if they didn't tell you one thing and lie to you, you couldn't say they told me one thing and lied to me. So um, that's how we started, and then we we've evolved into having a, a very specific survey. We ask them questions about specific legislation: Do they support it? Why or why not? Would they support a veto override? Because any good bill in the state is going to need one. Um, we ask them. That's because very,
0: Mike DeWine's a crooked weenie, correct. a very small weenie, we by, by the way. He's four foot tall.
1: He's terrible. We ask him specific questions about private business because we know the majority of the mandates are coming through the private sector. They're not coming through the government. The government promotes it. They typically try to fund it with incentives. But ultimately, it's the business owners that are that are putting these horrific medical uh, mandates on us. So um, anyway, we, we were doing that. In 2019, we had a lot of hits. 2019, we had a bill that was trying to remove uh the the reasons of conscience exemption for children, that they were trying to let all non-public chartered schools not have to honor exemptions at all. That was in the budget. We threw a stink, all the medical This is for things-
0: vaccines, folks, by the way. They were trying to uh to eliminate exemptions for for vaccination because you know for they're kids. all safe and effective.
1: Yeah, this is for K through 12 kids. So you know COVID wasn't here yet. This was 2019. They also, that was the year that the governor powers went into the budget. That was the year that Dewine gave himself all the powers which he would magically be able to use in 2020. Boy, that's that a was very a big coincidence. coincidence
0: that that they passed all this legislation all over the country in 2020 or 2019. Yep. And that uh, facilitated the- everything that was happening in 2020, which obviously was not planned. Uh, it, you know, clearly COVID was not intentionally released. Uh, you know, the Wuhan lab leak, uh, was, was, it was actually, uh, well, we played a South Park clip on this show that explained how it actually happened. Some random guy hooking up with a pangolin. Um, it, it was really wildly inappropriate and I, I don't think I'll, I'll bring that up again, but, um, it, all coincidence that, 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 all of this legislation got passed all over the country, including GOP states. Yeah. Right.
1: Yeah. In it 2019. Was- it was 2019, and I'll tell you another little tidbit that a lot of people don't know, and that is in those emergency powers, the original ones, when we did our budget review, we found that they were all. he also was giving himself the power to mandate a vaccine for public health reasons during a pandemic. We threw a fit, absolute fit, calls to action, got people from all over the state to call in and ask for that to be removed. It was removed. So I tell everyone, before we were cool, Go thank a, quote, anti-vaxxer, right, for saving your butt from a government mandate in Ohio, considering how bad we already had to suffer under mandates. Can you imagine, Dewine with the power to mandate the vaccine? Can you Everybody imagine? Everybody in
0: the state would have had three jabs right up their rear.
1: It, they would have. It would have been horrific. So when that happened, we had a feeling something big was coming. So we knew we needed to get, we were probably going to need to get another, you know, some kind of vaccine choice bill introduced. We, we started really pushing that. Um, And then by the time it hit in 2020, we were like, oh, man, this is a hot mess. Um, And then it was just to try to dial back the the emergency powers. So actually, Rogner was the first one with 311. She came out with 311, which was kind of like SB22, which we ended up getting. She came out with that, like, in we did an interview with her. I think it was like two weeks after the lockdown. Like, the writing was on the wall. She really tried. Of course, Obhoff completely blocked it. Everybody still talks about Obhoff like he was a conservative Senate president at that time uh, completely blocked out legislation. And then you saw how long it took to get SB 22 through the door. And Wiggum, uh, Wiggum had a slightly better version, but they ended up going with the Senate version because for some reason, the Senate always gets to control everything. I'm not sure why. Um, so that's kind of the backstory. Well, it's
0: whoever's controlled by the largest rhino controls everything and, and is supported by the, the state chamber and some of these others. Um, and I want to kind of talk about this a little bit. So what you're hearing here, folks, is a history of legislation, things that we fought in Ohio, right? So Stephanie was fighting this stuff way back when, and what you've got to understand is that the the history of this legislation is critical because I've talked a lot nationally about the fact that the CIA DOD created this in a lab by the mid-20-teens. I mean, we have the lawsuit on that. I've talked about the vaccine being on the, uh, uh, the shelf from the mid-20-teens on. Uh, we've got all these different things that are going on and we know without any doubt that this stuff has been planned and implemented over time. So people like, like Stephanie fighting this, they laid the groundwork that, yeah, everybody likes to high five me for the work that I've done, but, but for Sherry Tenpenny, but for Pam Popper, but for Stephanie stock, but for all these guys who came before me, uh, I wouldn't have been able to do this, right? There would have been no foundation. So the 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 people that were fighting the vaccine stuff prior to it being a thing are the people that we really got a high five because you know they they were doing this before anybody knew, you know. So this is a big deal. Now, as we fast forward, you know, we see we see that yeah, when when you talk to Stephanie, when you talk to the the, the, the other people out there, what you see is that these folks have all, they've got this history, so they understand, they've been watching this pattern, they've watched this stuff develop. So for me, I go back and I research what happened in 2015, 2016, 2017, and then I report it, and it's new news for the rest of us, but for Stephanie, she lived it because she was fighting it then too, and it's been a long-term plan, right? Now, one of the things that we're doing, and by the way, before we get any farther, Stephanie is running uh for for the republican uh the republican uh
1: state central committee
0: state central committee i'm sorry thank you uh is running for a position in the republican state central committee and uh we need everybody to make sure this is happening right the republican party in ohio is controlled by mike dewine leftists 100 percent and stephanie is running to fix that one thing i can tell you about stephanie and I have no, qu- no qualms saying this, is you're going to get what you get with this woman. Uh, she is an ornery pain in the ass, and I say that as lovingly as I can. That's what we need, right? We need people who are going to be an ornery pain in the ass. I don't want someone who's going to negotiate well. I don't want someone who's going to be flexible. I want someone who's going to go in and kick some people's asses and tell the truth. That's what Stephanie is right? Uh, She's perfect for this because she's going to bring transparency. And guess what? If Stephanie wins and she's got a story to tell, we're going to make sure y'all hear it because we're going to bring her back on anytime she's got something. And we're going to talk about the corruption that's occurring in the Republican Central Committee. So I can assure you that that means that they don't want her to win. Now, The the Republican Central Committee is fighting hard. And this, by the way, is something that you can all be doing. You all in your local areas should be getting involved with the Republican Party. Anybody that can report the truth and shine light into this shady, filthy hole that, for example, in Ohio is controlled by Mike DeWine, uh, you know, we talked about Missouri, we talk about uh, pick your state. These Republican Central Committees are corrupt as hell. And they're 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 just they're defensive. So you got to get involved in this. This is part of making sure if you want Trump 2024, if you want Mega 2024, you better help clean up this party. You better get involved. And the best thing you can do is just be there. If you can get into that position, if we get people like Stephanie into that position, it's amazing what can be done. You know, in Missouri we set a template, you know, we get Holly Jones elected to state rep out there and look at the, look at what they're doing out there in Missouri. They've got a freedom caucus. They got all these different things. You know, what we need to do is we need to have those warriors that we can work with that won't sell out in every state and key positions. Stephanie would be ideal for this. So, uh, you know, Stephanie's got my 100% support and endorsement for, for a run for state central committee. Um, and I hope everybody will, uh, will do whatever they can to support her on this. She needs, I'm just going to tell you right now, she hasn't asked me, but I'm just going to tell you she needs money. (laughs) She needs people to share. She needs to people get the word out. Someone should take clips from this and, uh, you know, show what she's doing and get it all over the damn place. Right. So, uh, by the way, I'm clearly much better at selling other people's work than myself. Um, My I suck at selling my own, but, um, all right, so Stephanie, I'm sorry. I wanted to make sure that we got all that out and all that stuff was moving. Um, right now, you're pushing, you and I both, I mean, we, we consistently are talking about different legislation we can push in Ohio and how we can push it and what we can do and this, that, and other. And you got a whole bunch of good bills going on that, that you're working with different legislators, uh, different members of the legislature to get through. And uh, you're being fought tooth and nail, both on your committee run and on uh, uh, the, the bills that you're trying to do, right? Um, first of all, what I want to do is I, I want to talk about those bills, and then I want to talk about the opposition to those bills and your committee run and who's doing it. Uh, before that, I'm going to do a little plug for my sponsor, me, uh, please support TomRens.com. Please share the Tom Renz show, the America Out Loud Network. Uh, please share this show. We got to make sure that people see this. You want to support Stephanie? Get it out there. You want to support me? Get it out there. We got to have people uh, buy our book, COVID Fight, Why It Matters, and other essays, part of the 404 series. There's a bunch of 404 books out there. This one's a little bit thicker, a little bit longer. Um, it's a it's a little bit different book. It's a very important book. Go to tomrens.com, Support us there. Get that out. Um, we need a bunch of people donating. We need as much support as possible and, uh, we can't do this without you. So, you know, please help us out in any way that you can and see fit. And we thank you. So... for 25% off your first order. You've all heard Dr. McCullough and others share over and over the value of keeping your sinuses cleansed. It's a smart move all year, but even more so when we're cooped up inside. It's not really open for debate any longer. Those that live smart and live well, pay attention to nasal and oral hygiene. Cofix RX has just the tools for the job with our nasal and throat cleanse. Click the CoFixRx banner on americaoutloud.shop to get 20% off your entire order. That's right, americaoutloud.shop. Use coupon code OUTLOUD. That's coupon code OUTLOUD for 20% off your entire order.
2: Use CoFixRx because it works.
0: Stephanie, what bills do you got going on? How are they being opposed? Who's opposing them? Give us a little bit about that. Give us some some great examples.
1: Okay. So our first bill uh, was HB 73, was the Dave and Angie Patient and Health Provider Protection Act. That is the one that granted uh, protections for licensure for doctors who were prescribing off-label um you know people that were getting attacked having their license taken away because maybe they wanted to prescribe ivermectin or even certain things for lyme disease and things like that so it gave them protection there was a free speech clause for medical free speech so that the board can't come after you if you say hey we're a little concerned about a vaccine or a certain drug and they talk about it had protections for uh, patients to be able to access uh, off-label drugs and to be able to get them filled. There's liability protections for any pharmacist that's opposed to filling uh, a prescription for political reasons. We, we they have a religious exemption already in the state for if you're opposed, you know, for an abortion drug or something like that. So we already had that in place, and and so this bill doesn't change that at all. Um, but it does, you know, you can't just deny a prescription being filled because you agree with CNN, right? Like we're not going to do that anymore. Like patients deserve access if their doctor wants them to have it. And they want to have it, they should be able to access it if it's FDA-approved and legal in the state. Uh, so that's what that bill does. There's a couple of extra provisions to help protect patients, um, but I won't go into all of the tiny details of that. Um, well, and I, believe that, that
0: I believe I may have, may have had a little bit of uh, input on that bill.
1: You did. You did. You, you did I like help that bill a lot. There, yeah you did help us with some of the some of the language in a couple of those spots so uh, we appreciate you so thank you I was yeah. you know I always come to you Tom if I'm like hey will this work <laughs> you know yeah. um, I have a few lawyers that I reach out to and and health providers and we kind of work as a big team to bring yeah. the best bills we can forward but anyway that bill actually passed out of the house first medical freedom bill in the history of Ohio ah! Passed yep. the House in back in the uh, end of June, right before they left um, for the summer. But unfortunately, it has sat in the Senate this entire time. Oh we had a hearing scheduled in January, and that got canceled three days before the hearing. And the, oh. re- the reasons were pretty bogus. They were like, oh, we've got too much opposition calls. Oh, it might open up the door to some abortion drugs I mean it was just it's much. Totally well, right?
0: who, who canceled that hearing
1: that well it's in the it's in uh, it's in Steve Hoffman's committee he's a physician um he's the, the chair of the health committee yep. um he is the cousin of the Senate president who is Matt Hoffman um yep. so that's now they're saying we have to have a, a interested party meetings we're supposed to have one at the end of February and then they'll talk about if they're going to get an introductory hearing. It's totally bogus this bill should be heard it passed the house with 75 votes when does that ever happen especially on a medical freedom bill so this the problem is there's a there's a lot of there the huffman's really like the chamber i get it pro-business and all that but the chamber is not pro-medical freedom
0: so So let me interrupt you right now and let's talk about this in ohio the senate president and stephanie can't say this or shouldn't say this i'll say it in ohio the senate president's name is hoffman the guy heading up that committee's name is hoffman as she said they're brothers
1: no cousins
0: cousins whatever they're related um and uh the the committee chair is a doctor so he's probably getting paid off by big pharma the senate chair is uh well he's he- He's the Ohio Senate chair, so you can pretty much bank on him being a rhino. And uh, what they what they're doing is they're killing the bill. They're not killing the bill because of opposition. When they say that there's too many opposition calls, let's talk about those opposition calls. The opposition calls that they're getting are from their buddies at Big Pharma or the Chamber of Commerce, which in Ohio is completely owned by Big Pharma. And they're saying, hey, don't support this bill. They're not getting calls from We the People. We the People like this bill. 70 plus v- uh, votes in the House, right? 70 plus votes. That's a huge number. That's a supermajority. I mean, we are, that's a huge, huge number. But it's dead in the Senate. Why? Because the Ohio Senate, much like the US Senate, is controlled by rhinos and Democrats. And I say Democrats, even though they're in the minority, because when the rhinos side with the Democrats, there's no difference. And that's what's happening. We have, we have the, the Huffman uh, twins up there, and they're not actually twins, but uh, the Huffman twins up there selling out Ohio interest to whatever special interest they can. Now let's talk about, I want to use this, and before we get any farther, I want to go to the Chamber of Commerce. Ohio Chamber of Commerce is the biggest bunch of crooks you've ever seen. They're one of the most powerful lobby groups in the state, by, by far. I would say the most powerful lobby group. And let me tell you what they do. They present themselves as friendly to business and to small business. But where the hell were they when Ohio was locking down, right? They were on the side of big business. See, what's happened is the, the trade groups, the Chambers of Commerce and a lot of the farming ag groups, what's happened is, is these ag groups get bought out by special interests. So Big Pharma buys out ag. Big Pharma buys out this. They buy out that. They buy out the Chamber of Commerce. And then when the Chamber of Commerce needs to defend small business, they don't give a damn about the small business. They they care about who's, who's uh, buttering their bread, right? And the people buttering their bread are big money, big Pharma, big corporations like that. So the only people that the Ohio Chamber actually protects or represents are multi-billion dollar giant companies. They don't give a damn about your small business. That's why so many small businesses were put out of business in Ohio and that no one would represent them. Do you know how many people called me during the lockdowns and said, hey, we've called the chamber, they won't do anything. No kidding. That's because the chamber was bought off by big business, big pharma, and all these WEF billionaires. They don't care about your small business, but they own the they own the Senate in Ohio and they have a lot of control over the Republican Party in Ohio until we get rid of their influence. And I'm going to tell you right now, if you're in Ohio and you're a member of the Chamber of Commerce, you need to call them. You need to get involved with them and you need to take control of that place or just take your money away and go elsewhere. Yeah, either way, you either—if your you're going to get not- involved to fight with them, that's good. If you're not going to get involved to fight with them, then pull their pull your money out of there and give it some to someone else. Because these guys are the most crooked monsters I've ever seen, and they are the reason the Huffmans are uh, selling Amer- selling Ohioans down the down the river. They don't care that we passed it out of the House with a supermajority. They only care about their pocketbooks, their special interests. It's the same corruption we've had in Ohio for a decade plus. Uh, and you know it's the same people that own Mike DeWine and all the rest of them. Um, Stephanie was that two pointed
1: no it, he's probably gonna really hate us now. Listen, but they I, oh, can do they can hey, do the right
0: Huffman, things I the don't people. give a shit if he likes me or not. He's the, the, the don't sell out. I mean no. you what you're gonna you're gonna kill don't tell me you know what okay now I'm pissed. Okay. So you listen You're going to kill a medical freedom bill. Don't tell me this is an accident. Don't freaking lie to me. This is the kind of stuff that nobody says in public because they're too damn afraid for the people to hear it. But let me tell you what happens. These crooks, they get a call from some lobbyist who's got a whole bunch of money. And lobbyist says, well, you know, we'll have to see what we're going to give to the Republican Party this year. And it's going to probably depend a lot on whether you support or deny this bill. Uh, second, Next thing they do, well, you know, uh, we've got so many calls in opposition. So many calls in opposition from who? Who, Hoffman? Who the hell's opposing this? Because it sure as hell ain't we the people when you get 70-plus votes in the House. You're killing this bill. You're dragging it out in committee. You're making a die on the vine, and you're doing it intentionally because you don't have the balls to stand for the people of Ohio. You're a coward and you're a sellout. Man up. Okay, I'm sorry, I get fussy and I'm so freaking sick of these Tom damn Senate, cowards. Not me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Listen, I, yeah no, this they isn't can, Stephanie. They can do nothing. The right I'm saying Senate. represents Stephanie's views, so don't censor her, even though she's not a member yet. Don't throw her out of the uh, vote. Hey, everybody, uh, register Republican, vote for Stephanie eight times. Uh, you know, if you tell them that you're a Democrat, you can do that. So, uh.
1: yeah, I will just to follow up on the chamber, I just want to make this super clear the chamber of commerce literally gave testimony against hb248 in 2021 that was the vaccine choice and anti-discrimination act and and they they opposed it and now yeah. they've got all why did they said, oppose
0: it stephanie what what was their opposition based on i know but i can't wait to argue
1: business owners have the right to set their own health policy in other they words they do business-
0: does that mean understand. that they oppose, let me ask you, does that mean the Ohio Chamber of Commerce opposes health regulations that require restaurant employees to wash their hands? Should they be able to set their own health policies? Hey, don't worry, Ohio restaurant owners. The Ohio Chamber supports your guys being able to piss all over their hands and then go cook food without washing if that's what you want in your restaurant. Is that what they we're saying here? No, that is exactly what we're saying. But the Ohio Chamber won't say that, right? because Ohio Chamber is really just selling out to big pharma and special interests. That's all they're doing here. And it's so corrupt. And I'm so furious about these crooked monsters. Yeah. It's just absolutely ridiculous. Um, again. It's
1: awful. And they are backing a lot of candidates this year. And because of all the drama we had with the speaker race, situation, the speaker race situation, we have the ones that voted for the speaker that sided with the Democrats. And then you have the ones that, you know, voted for Derek. It's it's absolute crazy mayhem down there because of that. And so everyone is so blinded from their anger for that. They're not even vetting some of these candidates. These are, there's the chamber is literally planting, they're taking advantage of this whole Blue 22 thing and they're planting chamber candidates. Let's talk about
0: Blue 22. What is Blue 22? Let's talk about that.
1: Okay, so that's when they have the speaker vote. See, the Republicans have a caucus and they all decide, okay, who are we going to vote for for Speaker of the House? Because if we don't decide in our private group, who we're going to vote for, then some, then the Democrats could pick someone and they could win. Right. So you can't have the caucus can't have two different candidates they put forward because then they lose their super majority. You mean like might... when
0: the caucus puts forth two, uh, two people to primary against right. Dewine?
1: No, no, no. When, the, when they're right.
0: To... I'm just drawing a parallel to the last primary where we got stuck with Mike DeWine again, yes, uh, right. because we had two viable ca- candidates against him. And, right. uh, since, since we couldn't settle on anything, the crooks won.
1: Right. So so what happened was it was it was Derek Marin was one of the positions running. It was Jason Stevens was second. And then it was Plummer. Now, Plummer is totally a rhino. And, and Derek voted the most conservative. And then Stevens was the second most conservative. I mean, I talked to multiple people that were voting. They Stevens was their second pick. So this idea that he's not at all conservative is kind of ludicrous. And the fact that he passed a medical freedom bill, maybe I'm a little bit biased, right? Because we never had that before. But at the end of the day, the Plummer crew joined forces with Derek. And decided they would throw their votes behind him and they were offered different positions for that because that's how it works in the caucus they always do that and then stevens didn't want to do that stevens felt like he could do a better job so he said i'm gonna ask the democrats to vote for me with my people so i have enough numbers to be speaker of the house so it, it was called a coup and there was 22 people that voted for stevens along with the democrats voting for him so that he could get speaker of the house and so there's there, it caused a lot of contention because, of course, that's not the way they do it. Right. That's it's betray- You promised you were going to vote for somebody. You didn't do it. I get it. It's it's not the way we should be doing things at all. Um, but that because of that happening, there are everybody wants to primary anybody that voted for Stevens. So now we have all of these positions and a chamber and the AFP, the AFP, by the way, has the same stance as the chamber, the Americans for Prosperity, same stance as the chamber. They're all backing these candidates. Yeah, get rid of the Blue 22. Now, some of these Blue 22ers are super pro medical freedom, okay? Like Mike Wojciech, he's he's the bill sponsor, one of the bill sponsors for HB73. DJ Swearingen is a huge help to us down there. He helped get 73 over the line. Uh, we have Kevin Miller, he's, he's pretty strong on medical freedom. He's co sponsored many bills for us. Jay Edwards, huge medical freedom person, helped us kill. One of the horrible bills, leadership bills, back in twenty twenty one, HB uh, four thirty five, and you know they eventually passed two eighteen. But so some of these guys were instrumental in medical freedom, and yet they were quote unquote the bad guys on the blue team, right? So I just let all that blue red stuff go to the sidelines because we've got really bad rhinos in the in the ones that voted properly, and we've got really bad rhinos that voted for the speaker. And at the end of the day, what I'm worried about is who's standing for medical freedom, because you know what you. You can say i don't like so and so they're too pro-union blah blah blah. you know what unions aren't killing people vaccines and hospital protocols are so my priority when we're at war is to stand up for the people that will stand for those things because they are they are hard to find i am not throwing those people under the bus so and that leads me to another thing i wonder if part of the reason in the senate that the bill is also not moving is that one of our joint sponsors mike which who's quote unquote the blue 22 bad guy right He's running against one of the senators there. So how Which bad one? would it be, right before the primary, to have a hearing on a bill that all the people want, and this guy is running against one of the pe- one of the standing senators?
0: Which one? I'm not
1: saying that's why. I'm Which just senator? saying politics sucks. And I wouldn't be surprised if that was part of the reason. OK? What senator? Uh, senator what- O'Brien okay so mike laycheck's running for senator o'brien and there's a, a there's a wonderful pro medical freedom nurse who is running for mike's seat which we can't afford to lose because he is a bill sponsor for medical freedom we can't afford to lose him. she's running against a guy who's guess what backed by the chamber and afp i mean no. we've got the we've got the health policy lobbyist running for Wiggum's seat, okay? Wiggum, one of our champion medical freedom. Yeah, legislators Wiggum is in- a
0: good dude. I know Wiggum, Wiggum's Wiggum is one dude. of the few Ohio legislatures that I actually like, the legisl- people yeah. Ohio well,
1: Mer- Meredith Craig is the, is the health policy lobbyist for the chamber. She's running for a seat that's currently occupied by one of our best medical freedom legislators. This is insanity we we've got the the chamber is taking advantage of this situation with the speaker race and it's really going to harm us because some of these people that are bad are getting backed and they are not going to work for us they're going to work for the chamber and the afp and we're in trouble now here's what's tricky a few of our good candidates got backing by the afp but that's because they're running against a quote blue 22 person so the afp is backing anybody that's against the blue 22 but what people don't know is that their policy is the same as the chamber on health policy. While they're really good on fiscal stuff and other things that are conservative, they are terrible on health policy because they do believe businesses should remain, retain the right to mandate. So I really encourage and you let's, to look, look at let's our voter be guide. let be real
0: clear on that.
1: Can, sorry, Wayne.
0: I want to be real clear on this. There are a lot of Republican groups that have missed the boat on this, and this is fraud from begin. Listen, I don't give a crap who you are. My job is not to make friends with people who are crooked, okay? And I'm not interested, in case anybody can't tell from the way I talk. So Americans for Prosperity, good group, generally good people, like a lot of what they're saying. But don't you dare for a second tell me that the reason that they say that is because they actually have some sort of idealistic belief that businesses should be able to do whatever they want. That's horseshit. The individual rights in this country always, always, trump any sort of collective rights. Always. Your right to determine what goes into or out of your body cannot. Listen, if a vaccine is going to keep people safe, then let the people who want to be safe get it, and let the other people not. It's none of your damn business. If it's going to keep you safe, get it. Why do I need to? And the idea that a business can somehow force that is absolutely absurd. These guys are not supporting it because they believe in that. They're not, because they don't, they don't believe in that. They know businesses have to be regulated. Businesses are regulated all the time. You got to wash your hands if you're a cook in a restaurant when you go to the bathroom. You can't serve spoiled food. You know, there's all sorts of health regulations. The idea that a business, they don't support health regulations in a, uh, for a business is absurd. It's absolutely ridiculous. It's a lie. And the reason that they do it, the reason that they do it, is 100% because Big Pharma gives them a lot of money to say, hey, uh, we support businesses' right to do whatever they want. Well, if that's the case, do you support a business's right to discriminate based on the color of your skin? Do you support racism? How about sexism? Should they be able to say you're a girl, you can't have the job? I mean, let, let's talk about this, Americans for Prosperity, Ohio Chamber of Commerce. are you, Do you support racism in business? Does a business have a right? I mean, you're telling me that we can't support, that businesses should be able to do whatever they want. So are we going to go back to all white businesses? You're going to go back to that? Is that what you guys support? See, no one will ask these tricky questions. And what they've done is the, the the billionaires who have endless money at Big Pharma and elsewhere, they do study groups, they figure out how to message things. And they tell Republican groups, hey, you got to support business choice. That'll resonate with your base. Bullshit. It has nothing to do with choice. It has everything to do with the fact that these people, these people are getting big money from Big Pharma and these other people to push these crappy policies. They know darn well they don't support business choice and they shouldn't. Businesses have to be regulated. No business should ever be allowed to be racist. No business should ever allowed to be sexist. No, There's no place in business for that. And no business should allow... I mean, you got to have health regulations. I don't want spoiled food at my restaurant. It's just that simple.
1: But Yeah, and I mean, it could ultimately... I had a conversation with a legislator recently. It, look at all of the people that are getting harmed by the vaccine, right? We have... You know, I was reading an article that, that turbo cancers are going to be like one of the leading causes of death this year. Really businesses decide, I just what businesses that? decide that health policy is going to include? Well, we got to screen you for cancer. Cancer is expensive to treat. And you're going to run our insurance premiums up, right? So we're going to test you for cancer. If you have cancer, we're going to fire you. I mean, where does this stop, Tom? They can just they can just use your 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 health your something if you have a health condition your vaccination status your race it, it, whatever it is they can use whatever they want whenever they want right yeah. and 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 everyone's just like oh not in your head no that's not okay. It's, they can do a lot of things and they can tell you what to wear. And if you have to wear a stupid ass clown hat to work, then so be it. That they do have the right to do, but they do not have the right to come inside of our body or discriminate against us based on something in our blood or in our, in our, that's in our health record. They don't have the right to do that. They shouldn't know anything about our health record. That's not their business.
0: No, It never should Well, wait a second. Well, tell me this, tell me, tell me why it is that the, that uh, you can ask me my vaccine status, but when, when, when DeMar Hamlin drops half dead on the football field, I can't ask his.
1: Oh, I Why, is it, that- why <laughs> is
0: it that when someone's dying, you know, I just wrote an article that tied cancer and uh, the vaccines and all this stuff uh, in my subsec. I just put a huge article on it. And I asked the question in light of the fact that we absolutely can say with no question that, that oh. the vaccines are tied to those cancer issues. Uh, did, it in, did it impact Toby Keith's death? Was there, Was there the, And I get, oh, that's so insensitive, you can't ask that. Piss off, I can too. I just did. Because guess what? God rest his soul. Rest in peace, Toby Keith. I, God rest his soul. He is a patriot, good man. But I can't fix the fact that he's gone. What I can do is learn from it. And if his death was as a result of the tragic poisoning that he may have gotten from Big Pharma, I can make sure everybody knows it, and we use it to shut down Big Pharma so more people don't die. So don't tell me, you can ask me my vaccine status if you want to give me a job or if I want to go to a restaurant, but I can't ask yours when you drop dead on a football field or a soccer pitch or anywhere else because it, it, it might create vaccine hesitancy. The truth as hell ought to create vaccine hesitancy. They're killing everybody with them.
1: Yeah, that's, you know, it's again, it's a censorship of free speech. It's trying to make people out to be conspiracy theorists or whatever for questioning anything. That's just the narrative they take because they don't want to answer the question. It's why they don't do valid studies. It's why. And this was the case before COVID. We've been dealing with with crap studies on vaccine injury for decades. They don't want to show you the truth. They will hide it at all costs, and they will tell you you're a crazy person with a tinfoil hat if you try to lead anybody to any facts they don't want you to see. And that is, that's the world we're living in. It feels like the freaking matrix. It sucks. People have got to wake up. People have got to get politically involved because if we continue to put people in office that don't understand the situation that we're in, that don't understand the corruption, we aren't going to get people fighting for us. So um I am going to have to get off
0: here pretty soon Yeah, I know you got to go pick up your I can talk You got to go pick up your time. baby. You got to pick up your baby. So look at this. We got a mom, we got a regular person, someone who's fighting vote for Stephanie. We need her in the Republican Party Central Committee for the state of Ohio. We do need to get this out there. Uh you know, it looks like there it looks like we're getting uh you know kind of kind of uh, uh, suppressed a little bit today, shockingly. Um, so, you know, make sure you're helping share this, get this out there, especially if you're in Ohio. Uh, we've got a few a few guys that we, we know in Ohio really need to see this. I think the Huffmans will love this show. Yeah, um, I, I
2: posted we- all of the Huffmans contact details. Uh, yeah. We can follow up with that later. I, I might blast that later on Rens Warriors with some more info. But anyone who wants to connect on more information about what Stephanie's talking about and get some dirt that only I can give you, you can go to media at for an email. I posted all of Stephanie's stuff. We need a Stephanie stock in every city, in every county, in every state. So I just want to duplicate her. She's my hero. She's a badass. Please follow Stephanie.
1: Thank yep. you. Oh, you, hey, we- in a while. We didn't get to talk about the other bills, but uh, HB 236, the Never Alone Act. We have HJR 4, which is unmask Ohio Constitutional Amendment. And we also have uh, HB 319, which is conscientious right to refuse, which covers all vaccines and pharmaceuticals. So the people can read about those on our website, found out where they are in the process. Um, Never Alone is moving pretty well. I, I, I hope that we'll... Uh, Get the the opposition uh, hearing when when they return from uh, after the primaries, and then hopefully get that voted out of the House as well. Um, And then we'll have two bills waiting in the Senate. Um, But if people can follow calls to action, they should sign up for our emails at ohioamf.org. We will give you updates every time there's a hearing. Uh, Anytime we need you to crawl up a legislator's butt and say, hey, you need to move for the people, uh, we will keep you informed and up to date on all of that. And our voter guide will be coming out next week sometime so please make sure you go to our website and learn how all of the candidates rate that were willing to fill out surveys and for those that weren't if we had dirt on them we tell you what that dirt is so please definitely pick up uh, our voter guide that'll go out in our email and we'll also have it posted on our website sometime next week so the early voters can find out where people stand
0: if you want freedom you got to do something folks you got to get people like stephanie in there you got to help you you just this is a mom Right. The thing that I've always loved about Stephanie, she's a mom. She's just a fighter. She's not, she's not a political insider. She just fights like hell. Every single person that she's brought me from the state legislature that I've met, she's like, this is a good person I've liked. I mean, I I wish I had one of her in every state. Uh, we got to support people like Stephanie if you want to get this, you want to see any changes. So, uh, no more status quo. Fight like hell, Stephanie. Good luck. Thank you for coming on, and uh, you know we'll have you check back soon. Um, well, well, I need a list of all the people that are really pissing you off so that we can talk about that and kind of share a little bit about that. <laughs> yeah, I, maybe you
2: know, when I'm not on.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm hey. your
2: Huckleberry. I'm your Huckleberry, Stephanie. Let's talk. Yeah, you let
0: us know what kind of rhino problems yeah. you're having, and you know we'll we'll, have, we'll talk about them. I'm sure I'll be have nice things to say about them. Yeah,
2: I'm, I'm, also I'm also planning, like I'm you, planning
0: to hire. Let's go.
1: Hey, we're also looking for donors. We'd love to be able to put out mailers in some districts and let people know where candidates stand. So if you Mm. want to help be a part of that, you can donate at OhioAMF.org as well. Um, We're we're definitely going to be uh, educating people on where those candidates stand in the district. So that'll make us a force to be reckoned with. Hot Tom. Imagine if OAMF mailers start going out.
0: Well, I'm real interested in uh, supporting OAMF, and I think you and I got to have a conversation off air about that because I got some plans. I want to make sure that we uh, we soup you guys up a little bit as election season rolls in.
1: Awesome. Thank you so much. You guys have a great day and thanks for having me on.
0: Thanks, Stephanie. Many voices, one freedom, united in the First Amendment. Our goal is to herald the voice of genuine liberty at AmericaOutloud.news. A place where you'll find the naked truth expressed with a patriotic heart. Now is our time, my fellow Americans. America Outloud Talk Radio. Liberty and justice for all.
2: ASIA believes that inside each of us is the potential to feel our very best. Our Redox-based products tap into reserves within you to power your personal well-being. Make okay. our breakthrough products an and essential the, step in fulfilling your greatest potential. Yeah, ASIA, we power really potential. Really. For exclusive her energy savings, just gets me use so code hyped up. Like if, if you're feeling like your first discouraged order in the today, fight, you just call up Stephanie because that is her energy 24-7.
0: Yeah, she is. She is perpetually (laughs) excited and happy to be there. She's always fighting. You know, it's tough. It's tough as hell. But, you know, this is so important. You know, when we look at this, I look at, you know, I look at the corruption that's occurring. And right now, one of the big things that's occurring, and I think this is really worth talking about. And I posted about this on, on, uh, on my ex profile is uh, there's, I believe in the New York post and several other places uh, they've got this this article coming out uh, in New York Post headline, CIA and foreign intelligence agencies illegally targeted Trump associates before the Russia collusion report, right? So this is a really big deal. So this is the CIA and, and co- other agencies have colluded against America. And they've done it extensively and they've done it at the state and federal level. The deep state is real, folks. It really is. It's real. It's legitimate. It's terrifying, and uh, they're they're running the country. The only way to fight back is to get real people like Stephanie involved. I mean, this is what we got to do. This is what. So you know, I mean, I don't know if we've done this. So, uh, producer Andrea here, right? She's she's doing her thing in in Nevada, uh, being awesome, and uh, yeah, she's working. Casino restaurant industry because it's Nevada and where else would you be? Um, COVID hits. COVID hits. They tell her kids they got to wear a mask. And I don't want to tell the story too much because it's your story to tell, but they, they tell her kids they got to wear a mask. Hell no, you ain't going to mask my kids. And so she fights. I, and these are the people that we got to support, right? Short stack short stack frankie you know uh who we see in the frankie you know she's been out fighting this stuff for for years she's a she's freaking she's a four foot tall warrior and um, she's part of
2: lexit she was yeah she was, she was a, a dim she was on the other side you know a lot of us either weren't involved in politics or if we were we were on the other side um but yeah frankie Frankie and I, our stories were hit around COVID. What's really interesting about Stephanie is she was aware, like you said, a lot of these warriors were fighting it long before us with some of the tyranny. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Frankie's part of Lexit. So support Lexit. Um, Frankie's Lexit in Nevada. But um,
0: yeah. yeah. If you don't know Lexit, you should look that up, by the way. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, but this is it, right? So this is what we got is. Yeah. And I mean, I've talked about my story. Everybody that listens knows my story. You know, some nobody from Ohio just, you know, tell me to lock in my house. I'd piss off. I ain't locking my house.
2: It is funny for me now to think, knowing you as well as I do now, huh. to think of someone, even the government, <laughs> telling you that you have to be locked indoors. I could just see huh. how goofy you got right away. <laughs>
0: Yeah, that that, that yeah,
2: kids walking doors. I could see uh, you just grabbing your axe and starting swinging right away.
0: yeah, it ain't oh. happening. I mean, I, I just I, well, i've I've told the story, and I wasn't lying. The day they said that, I jumped in my big v eight pickup truck. I ran it with my windows down, drove all over the place, <laughs> pushing as much global warming as I could possibly push. Mm-hmm. And man, was I excited to do it? Uh, you know, I was just waiting for anybody to give me any shit about it because I just i I just I, it's ridiculous. Yeah, I'm gonna lock down in my house. I'll bet you, I'll bet you, I'm gonna do that. Uh, but this is, this is where we are, right? We've got, uh, we've got just a massive number of people who are willing to sell out. Cowards, sellouts. They stand for nothing. They do nothing, and uh, you know that's the problem. That's the problem. You know, it just. Uh, uh, these, these these people do not care. They don't stand for anything. And even if they are told they have to lock down in their houses, well, that's okay. What I get out of it? Right? right. And that's well, how yeah, our elected officials getting, look at it.
2: People were getting money and handouts. And then I think the hardest thing for me is I actually tried to go along with it as long as po- I possibly could, which wasn't very long, but um i actually had to wear a mask at work and then my family was getting affected and then i lost probably 80 percent of my income due to the shutdowns and so i mean it was it was hard but i actually tried to go along just because of the financial you know yeah. part of it for my family if i stopped working then we didn't eat
0: yep.
2: um and so i think i think I have to explain to people that I wasn't an anti-vaxxer, and neither were you. Frankie oh. was. Frankie wasn't politically charged, and if she was, she was actually liberal. A lot of us were not who we are today until we were confronted with how evil this agenda really is. And like with real tyranny. Stephanie, yeah, with Steph, what Stephanie brought up is, she was in it before us, and in 2019, she pointed out legislation that was opening the door for the tyranny. So people yep. like her, God bless her. Like you said, Pam Popper, Dr. Sherry Tenpenny, they were on this fight before us and they were sitting there trying to warn us, look at what they're doing with this legislation. It's destroying your rights. It's going to bring in more tyranny and it's going to destroy your freedoms. And it did.
0: There's, there's really nothing that I find that more important to me than the, uh, the, the, the relationships that I've made in this fight with people who've become warriors. And you got to understand that, that a lot of people who came to the truth that we're at now, uh, much like me, you know, I mean, we, I had to learn it. I didn't know it. I didn't recognize the fraud that was occurring. I didn't recognize the level of corruption. You know, I still looked at America as a free place with good people, good this, good that. I had no idea that we'd become this evil. Yeah. This rotten, this corrupt to the core, and so you know it's important because the, my my brothers and sisters who become warriors in this, they've become warriors. They were forged from the lie. They were forged from the corruption. They were forged from the tyranny, and so you know this is the thing though. Whenever tyranny steps up, people uh, they they recoil and they fight. You know no they back they back us freedom lovers into the corner, and what do you get? You get people fighting, and that's the way it is. So, you know, I think that this is really something that's been, I mean, it's fastering, it's accessible, but it's building, and I think it's really going well. I, I think we, the people, are, are, you know, kind of starting to stand up and, and come together, and I think that we're going to really, I think we're going to see a Trump victory in 2024. I, I mean, they're going to try and steal it. They're going to do everything possible. And I think that, uh, but I think so many people are going to be so overwhelmingly uh, there. I think you're going to see that, and then I think what you're going to see then is a question. You know, uh, can can Trump overcome the opposition he's going to face? Because it's going to be ugly. Mm -hmm. I see. I mean, we're already seeing internally some things from the other side that they're pushing, trying to develop plans to, to undercut any sort of an America First agenda. And you know, Trump. I'm just going to tell you right now. Uh, he gets in there, he needs to make sure that he brings accountability for these vaccines. You know, I've heard mm-hmm. plenty of rumors. I'm comfortable saying I think he will. But uh, if he doesn't follow through on that, there's going to be hell to pay. I mean, and mm-hmm. it's going to be a disaster because it would it would allow the other side to leverage that, that, uh, that issue and cri- drive a wedge between, you know, the pro-Trump people who are pro and anti-vax. And that would be a big problem. So, uh,
2: yeah, Stephanie and OAMF—that's their—that's their their line. That's their litmus test.
0: Medical freedom. If
2: you're you're pro medical freedom, they will support you, and and it's because that's like the base. Like she said, we can fight other things, but if we can't say no to force injections, then we have nothing. If we can't protect our own body autonomy, then we have nothing. Yep. So medical freedom is is huge, freedom. and again, it's freedom. Trump, it's freedom. And again, Trump and his team and everyone, it is it is a huge litmus test for all of us now in the world. And like you said, it's not partisan. Like I love Bobby. We all love Bobby. We we don't love all his policies or all of, you know yep. all, everything he stands for. But when it comes to medical freedom, absolutely, one hundred percent. I would that, love to have Trump. The reason that, that Bobby, Bobby Kennedy
0: is a talked about and viable candidate on a national stage is medical freedom mm-hmm. so anybody wants to know whether or not medical freedom's an issue
2: exactly. ask yourself
0: why bobby kennedy's making so many waves so. And,
2: and anyone any republican or person in the gop who's trump rah 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 who's discrediting what bobby is doing the fact that bobby has the following he does is because medical freedom matters to all of us
0: yes it does and it crosses party lane lines it's a huge deal all right, with that we got to get going, folks. Support the Tom Rens Show, America Out Loud Network. Support TomRens.com, please. We need donations. Check out the new book, uh, COVID: The COVID Fight, Why It Matters, and Other Essays. A much thicker 404 series book. And, and TomRens.com. Go to TomRens.com. Yeah, we got the brand new TomRens.com that's launched today. Mm-hmm. Check it out. Uh, yeah. I'm very excited. Short Stack did an amazing job on this. I think it looks pretty cool. Um, I, tell us what I, you think
2: go yeah, check out tom and tom. we made tom take photos uh, it of was himself, which he hates yeah i do so that please was check awful. out the website and let us know what you think about the new watch. Yeah, we'll, me we'll take share photos. more
0: of it That's super grumpy and super salty about that but you know what are you gonna do all right thanks everybody for listening we'll see you tomorrow